Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Justin Morehouse is my guest. Good morning. Morning, two metres away. Yes, not even elbowing these days, are we? I didn't even, didn't even touch you. No. Coming in. Uh, we've, all, we've all, we've got social distancing. I mean, we're trapped in the same room, but still, yeah. uh, we've gone for it. Um, I've got to say, I don't think I'll ever go back to handshakes. No, I'm quite enjoying, I'm enjoying social isolation. I never liked handshakes. No. I found them odd anyway. They were like a big power Power move. struggle, yes. Uh, then you get the wet one and, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, deep Japanese bow. Yes. I think I might bring that. To I like the UK. The, I like a uh, Yeah, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. yeah. Or why don't we all start wearing proper nice hats and just tip a little tip of the hat? Oh yes. This is this could be this could change the way we socially interact. So I think it actually already has. Uh so uh this morning, as best we can, uh we are gonna be a we're not gonna say the C word. No uh, or coronavirus. Yes. Uh but we're not. We're not we're gonna Stay away from it because, you know, we get it. It's affecting everybody. It's, it, you know, we were just saying before we came they, on air, everybody. They will mention it in the news. The news, we, we can't help. That's, no. that's the way it is. But what we'd like to have is three hours this morning, right through to 11 o'clock, where it's gone. It's, it's, not, it's not an issue. We're not talking about it. It's there in the world, but in our little bubble, we're just going to have a bit of fun. So I found some fun stories, some silly things going on. We'll have some topics, uh, some things for you to talk about. It's Mother's Day, of course. Of course, it's Mothering Sunday. Mothering Sunday, which is is going to be a hard thing to forget anyway. But obviously, there's a lot of people not able to see their mums today, uh, whether they're in isolation, whether they uh, are working for the NHS or frontline staff. You know, so there's going to be uh, it's going to be a difficult Mother's Day to, to, today, which is fair enough. So if you want to say hello to your mum. 8 12 15 on the text this morning feel free let me know i'll give them a shout out hopefully they've uh, if they've got the radio on they can they can hear you i mean you can text them of course and ring them as well Self, but it's, yeah 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 it's just nice isn't it? I, you, know, you know how radio works uh, so feel free this morning uh, to, to get in touch 8 12 15 on the text i would love to know as usual on a sunday morning what you're up to what are you doing what has what has got you out of bed this morning on this freezing sunday morning <laughs> Matters. You can't not do the the little steps, can no, you? The, you, the you, Chevy Chase dance. Love a bit of Paul Simon. That uh, that song reminds me of so many car, Cortina car journeys. Oh yes. That age. That's that Just is an that album age, that you yeah. definitely heard on a tape. <laughs> yes. One of the last tape albums, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I saw him in uh, uh, Hyde Park. Uh, few years ago oh my god performing just performing yeah, yeah, yeah not just like walking his dog <laughs> and uh oh unbelievable was he hit after hit after oh, hit it's, it's one of them where you sort of go i mean I, I love him anyway but my i went with uh well my girlfriend at the time yeah and uh lucy was like oh i don't really do i know paul simon i was like you'll know i promise you yeah. and it was like every song you're like oh yeah didn't quite realize how many i knew of this and does guy. he do all the old do you like the he had Simon the full uh, lady smith black mambasa was there uh the he um yeah he did all the simon and garfunkel stuff he did sound of silence oh, uh, oh i mean goosebumps yeah absolutely beautiful uh if you're up and about this morning 8 12 15 on the text what has got you out of your bed what you're doing um maybe you're self-isolating and uh you know you, you you're on day eight or whatever See what a lot of people are doing mm. they're getting up they're looking at the phones and they're going to bed uh 
Yeah. It's a lot of that going on, isn't there? It's it's a weird one, isn't it? It's a, it, it's odd out there, especially Mother's Day. I mean, Alan here this morning says, can I say happy birthday to my dad? Uh, and also my mum, happy Mother's Day. He's not said her name. It's just no, mum. Just mum to Alan. Alan's yeah. mum. Uh, hi, Jason. That covers you... a lot of Alans. That's it. You're off the hook. All Alans of like, phew. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do that this morning. Um... Dave says, uh, you're the best mum in the world. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Thanks for that this morning, Dave. What you on, <laughs> what you on about? Alison's, Alison's a capital. Uh, hi, Jason. Can you wish my uh, mum, Mary, uh, who is in self-isolation this morning, uh, we love and miss her lots, Helen. Um it is important, isn't it, all the self-isolation stuff? I, I went to see my gran the other day, who's 96, and has got a pre-existing, uh, pre-existing uh, lung thing, so I thought, there's nothing you can do. Literally drove past her house, said hello through the double glazing, yeah. told her a couple of dirty jokes, because yeah. she, she loves a rude joke. And she can lip-read, because she's probably that age. Yes, she's, she's fine. Yeah, she's yeah. fine with that. And, uh, and, it was, and it was fine, but it is heart- it's just heartbreaking. It's so hard. So I, I, I feel for everybody this morning. Uh, John in Grantham. Morning, Jason. Just on my way back home after a 12-hour night shift. Ooh. Crikey. I what's, mean, there's something... Been doing? He doesn't say. He doesn't say what he's doing. I mean, it, it could be... a. a could be anything. Uh, but there's a lot of people putting in a fair shift this week. Yes. This? So we give a big shout out as well to all our uh, frontline staff. That's what they're called. Yeah. The people on the front line working the, 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 the backsides off. So thank you. Uh, we salute you here on Absolute Radio. At 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. If you're up and about, it'd be lovely to hear from you. Keep those texts coming in this morning. Uh, what has got you out of bed this morning at 20 past eight on a Sunday? If it even is a Sunday, it's a, if you've been self-isolating for a week and a half, we're basically we're, we're that week between Christmas and New Year. We're in Merineum. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what's going on? Jason Manford. Uh, Justin and I have been friends for I would say twenty years. Yes. Yeah, you say that, but it's actually been longer. But we don't talk about no. Yeah, like twenty years. It's twenty years. Yeah, because we. So do you remember our first Edinburgh? Yes, I do. Do you remember? So we went to the Edinburgh Festival <laughs> in, well, that would have been 99? 1999 or 2000, yeah. yeah. Around then, yeah. 2000, I think I was up there with a, yeah, with the, I was up there with the the new act competition. It was 1999, but we went Must up there to do some spots, didn't we? Yes, just do open spots, get up to Edinburgh Festival. So the world's largest arts festival, oh, yeah. yeah. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And we arrived and what had we not sorted out? Anywhere to live. <laughs> we thought we'd just get a B&B. It'd be fine. We'd just get a B&B, that's we'll what we said. turn up and then there'll be somewhere to stay. Uh, no. No. We just we just cuddle on someone's sofa for a week. Did all right. He turned out to be my, he's my agent now. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Every cloud. Yes. <laughs> Casting couch. <laughs> I, do, you, I mean, I know this might not be entertaining for the nation, but I have to say, it's 20 years ago, but I can still remember how comfy those sofas were. Oh, yeah. They were big old sofas, weren't they? It was the company, I think, that was comfortable. Thank you. Yeah, for both of us. For both of us. But yeah. they were deep and they were very deep. <laughs> Still going deep. on about these couches. Do you not remember how deep they were? I, I must say, it's not something that stuck in my head, no. All oh, right. Well, you've had a very varied life since then. <laughs> you've had a richer life than I have. I often think when I sit back and think about that sofa. Those Edinburgh sofas yes. 20 years ago. With Lucy and Christian. Yes, crikey. Yes. What, a, what a funny old time. Yes. Edinburgh Festival, um, which may or may not happen this year, we don't know, but... Uh, That's not an official word from No, Lucy. I mean... Well, that is an official word. It may may or may not happen. I yeah, could say that every, year, I yeah. could say that every year. Anything may or may not happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was um it's a hell of a place to go, isn't it? It's a wonderful 
week to have, isn't it? I well, would, a month to have. I would say, and I do not mean to put the hex on anything, mm. but if you're going to avoid anywhere because there still may be a viral mm. infection floating around, the damp, crowded caves of Edinburgh oh, yes, during absolutely. August yeah, might yeah. not be the right yeah. place. But some of the stuff I've seen up there over the years, like the, some of the great shows, I, and I've seen some brilliant people, you know, from all over the world, you know, perform there. And I took my parents one year, mm-hmm. and my dad was a bit like, oh, no, it's not for me, arts festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, honestly, oh, Entertainment. Dad. Yeah. And we went to see, and I thought, I'll take him to see people uh, who he might like. So, uh, you know, curmudgeoning, you know, sort of, uh, Stuart yeah. Lee, yes. for example. I thought, oh, my dad will like him. He's intelligent and miserable. That's yeah. my dad. That sums my dad yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, took him to see Stuart Lee, who he loved, to be fair. Um, my, his, his review of Stuart Lee was, um, I said, do you enjoy that? He said, brilliant. One of the best comedians I've ever seen. Don't like his audience, though. Smug. <laughs> that, was his dis- the audience. that was his description. I love oh, that. Oh, look at him. Did you see him? I was like, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> but the fa- my dad's favourite show, and it, like I said, he'd seen loads of comics that year in theatre, and we, we went to see was... Um, a, a, a Japanese duo. Oh, yes. Gamara Jarabot. Yes. Who have done like, you know, kids TV. Like they're just, they're basically an hour of dad jokes. Yeah. They do the walking down the stairs thing behind the sofa. Uh, they pretend they're in a lift. They do the missing thumb, but to an unbelievable physical yeah, level. I'd say Google it, but I don't know how to spell it. Oh. Uh, Gamara Jarabot. Uh, they're so funny. And it was the only show that I've ever seen my dad give a stand innovation to. And I include myself, his Brilliant. own son. Oh, that's lovely. In that. He was. Oh, that was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like dad jokes to the nth degree. It was impressive work. What's the best thing you've seen? Edinburgh. Mm. And uh, tell you what sticks in my mind. We went to see something once in like we, me and you and a few of us went to see this thing in a tent down on the docks in Leith. Oh yeah. It's kind of like this experience where you have to follow it round and we had to go in different rooms. That's right, yeah. And there's a bloke running on a, on a on a treadmill for ages and there was water on him and then they shot him and he fell into a map. That's right. That it was, was an incredible thing, wasn't it? Yeah, like some it, circus type thing, wasn't it? I love a bit of circus. Well my favourite I've told this I've, I've, I don't know if I've, you've heard this story before. This is a, this is my favourite Edinburgh ever story. Go on. I love magic. Magic's my thing. Love magic. Yeah. I went to see a show in Edinburgh about ten o'clock in the morning, magic show. I thought I'll give it a go. Show starts. I'm the audience. Oh, God. Nobody else in. <laughs> yep. And nah. the show's all right, and he's good. Until we get to that point, inevitably you get into any magic show where he said, could I have a volunteer? Oh, no. So I had to get on stage. <laughs> just the two of you. And do a magic trick that went wrong. <gasps> we just turned into a bad double act. Thankfully no one else was there. And even the, there's no sound guy, even he'd gone. He must have just set, set the tape going and just, oh, I'll come back in an no. hour. Oh, went, let's just go for a drink, mate. Oh, that's cringe. Let's go for it? breakfast. I was, uh, I'm going to name drop here, but I had a meeting last, about two weeks ago with Gary Barlow, right? Yeah. And uh, we did. go, all right, Jason. He did exactly those exact words. We're writing something together. Anyway, we were. You mentioned uh, Steve Edge to him? Steve was there. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, we're doing this thing together. So, um, and a friend of his was there called Elliot, who, and anyway, they'd, they'd by all accounts, Gary loves magic. Like it's his favourite thing. Yeah, yeah. Loves a magic trick, loves a magic show. They were in Vegas one year. Two o'clock in the afternoon, Gary gives it, I've got us tickets to see a magic show. So they go to this magic show. This lad, Elliot, is not into it, but he goes fine. Invariably, sat on the front row, Gary Barlow's mate gets called up onto, yeah. sta- onto the stage, like, okay, fine. And apparently the magician's giving it, okay, uh, so um, I'm going to do this. Can you make sure you do this? And like, he's like coaching him to make sure he does the wow. the, the things, essentially. You know, he's so- trying to tell me this, some of this is not real. 
I think some of it is uh, uh, some of it is not real. Yeah. Um, so basically, halfway through the the trick, this guy says to him, "Okay, when you sit down, I'm going to say, uh, uh, do you want a drink? You're going to say, um, I'll have a Budweiser." Okay, that's the trick. Okay, you go. Oh, yeah, fine, fine. And he's compliant. He's like, yeah, okay. So he sits down, and he sits next to Gary Barlow, who's, who's like, oh my god, that was amazing, the best thing in, in the world. His friend doing a magic trick. He says, uh, uh, do you want to do you want a drink, my friend, for helping with the trick? And he goes, yeah, I'll just have a Budweiser, please. And Gary's giving it. You don't drink. You don't. <laughs> Just ask for a normal drink. Don't, don't be pressured into a Budweiser. No, I'll have a Budweiser, Gary. It's fine. Like 2,000 people. I'll have a Budweiser. No, he'll have a Jack and Coke. That's what he normally has. And eventually, he released this uh, this Budweiser. Oh, I see. I see. That's why you're asking for the, for the Budweiser. Don't ruin a magician's trick, folks. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. To all the mums <laughs> out there. Uh, if you want a little shout-out for your mum, always uh, up for doing that this morning. And what are you up to? What, what are you getting up to this morning? Ellie in New York says, Hey, Jason, my husband, this is very middle class, did an artisan bread-making course last week. Uh, so me and my daughter are up tucking into piles of delicious bread. This is like the new thing, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's making bread. Bread. And yeah. I, I actually got our... We got our bread maker out yesterday Did i you? bought it four years ago justin it's never been out the box never used it never you know, what's coming out next foot spars foot spars yeah <laughs> the toasting machine i think is always a good one yeah the breville yeah the breville it's one that when it comes out it stays out for about eight weeks yeah and you have it on every meal and then it goes and disappears for three no years no one knows wherever it no. goes and no one does it properly you've got to butter right to the edges yes don't overfill if you overfill you're going to just spill it's, and also Warburton someone needs to have a chat with Warburton's your bread's too big I love Warburton's but it's just it's too big for a toaster and for a just always the end bit just sticks out of the toaster I like that I, I, th- I think that end bit's like a starter <laughs> Like a little bread starter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, our mate Jamie Sutherland's been on. Oh, yes. All his work's gone. He's yeah, a comedian. He works at Everton and everything else. Yeah, yeah. He's got us on this morning. He said he's up because he wasn't home late because he's not working. And he's got lesson planning for tomorrow. Uh, Monday's year seven science. Oh, right. He's, he's at homeschooling, obviously. Oh, he's got kids, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <he's> got, <laughs> just, don't just set himself just up. You know what? I never did science very well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it. Yeah, I must say, you know, I've we've all got respect for... Teachers and, and the people who lead our, edu- our children's education. The respect for teachers is about to go through the roof. Yeah, have you seen that massive tweet that's been doing the rounds? No. It said, uh, I've been homeschooling my, six- my six-year-old this morning for an hour and a half, and I've come to the conclusion that all teachers should be paid a million pounds a year from now on. <laughs> it's, I mean, they're on another level. They're like, they've got like an X-Men level of quality. They, and also, they're, they're, uh, this is a bit of a myth as well, because a lot of the... And I know some of the younger kids can't do this, but mm. a lot of the, the secondary school kids, they're still learning. The, kid, the teachers are still working. Yeah, they're all doing course. it on, like, uh, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. They're all logging in and that sort of well, stuff. Well, and a lot of teachers... Are, uh, I mean, I read something yesterday, because obviously a lot of the frontline staff kids are still in school. Yeah. So there's a lot of teachers still going out there and still teaching. And here's a very important thing as well. I'd like to give this a mention on the radio, mm, if I may. On the radio. My mate is a, is a head teacher at a school in uh, Gorton in uh, East Manchester, yeah. Wright Robinson School. And uh, he has got 240 kids there that are on free lunches. 
course, yeah. And they're not going to get the lunches while they're at. So he's been round to all the businesses round there, the Subways, the Greggs, wow. the butter shops, and they're providing lunches for the kids wow. from next week. that's amazing. So these are good things that are happening. There are nice things out there, and we'd love to hear any sort of positive, uh, you know, human stories like that that are coming out of this uh, difficult time. It's not all about people stockpiling. It's about people being nice to each other as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Stockpilers. They can jog on. What are you going to do? Eat the eat the bloody toilet tissue? Scott Bennett said, Scott Bennett has been on this show oh, before, yeah. hasn't he? He said a funny thing is, I think I'm two weeks away from going into the loft and getting all my kids' craft pictures and taking the pasta shapes off. <laughs> <laughs> Where real music matters. Cindy in uh, Rosterston in Derbyshire. Uh, hi, Jason. Just open my Mother's Day gift off my wonderful daughter, Rosie. The best gift ever, she says. Oh, what did she get? Tickets to see you live in October 2021. Well, hopefully by then. Hopefully. Uh, it'll all be uh, back to normal. Is that a real tweet or is that the way, is that the way of Jason saying <laughs> just, tickets are on sale? That's what it says. <laughs> Enjoy listening to your show every Sunday. She yeah. says, "You're more so people should More people should come out and see your show. Your tickets seem to be available on jasonmanford.com. Yeah. I mean, this is all in the text. <laughs> You're going to read only, it out, I'm you? only kidding, I'm only kidding. <laughs> but, but they are. Uh, but she is, but she's coming along, yeah. which will be lovely, yes. And uh, lots of people listening to the show this morning for a bit of... Uh, a bit of normality, you know. If you listen to the, week, the the show every week, then it just reminds you, okay, it's Sunday. It's yeah. Sunday. This is the day because a lot of people have got big plans, haven't they? For their if they are one of the sort of people who are self isolating or people who find themselves at home now. I sat at the piano yesterday and I thought, I might learn this. Yeah, not going to happen. I've well, got kids, mate. I'm not going to be able to do anything. I've got this plan of uh, of getting out and uh, running. Oh, yeah. Losing some weight. Yeah. I'm praying for lockdown. What, yeah. really? I'm praying for it, yeah, so I don't have to do it. Well, it will happen, won't it, I guess, at some point. But, yeah, and then is that it, then? You're not allowed to jog or anything. Or you could do, there's a fella uh, on, uh, in, in, I think, in Italy who's done 61 kilometres. On his balcony? Just on in his living room. Oh, wow. Not even a treadmill. Just jogging on the spot like the olden days. 61 kilometres. Like, what's that, like two marathons nearly? I don't know. He's gone for it. Absolutely just jogging on the spot. Those people who've got them bikes. You know, those Peloton bikes. Oh, the ones that connect to other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the They've way. been self-isolating for months, something that they're used to it. Maybe this is the rise of the machines. Oh, this is where they take over. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's an extra thing to worry about. Let's <laughs> not throw that out there. Um, my name's Pat, Jason, and I'm a postwoman. That's not that's yeah. uh, I'm out this morning on this cold Sunday morning delivering the post in my shorts. We, we've talked about it previous. Yeah. You don't have to wear shorts. Who's delivering post on a Sunday? Postwoman Pat. Where? Well, it's got to get delivered, I guess. They don't deliver post on a Sunday. She's She obviously does. I think she's like, I got what does the rest Whoa. of that text go? And I'm delivering tickets for your show, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's where this is going, isn't it? Matters. Great story in the paper this morning. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. It's, it's doing the rounds online. Um, a woman went to use a spa and it <laughs> backfired quite considerably uh, for a place where you're supposed to be 
you know, de-stressing. Uh, treat yourself to a spa break is the perfect way to unwind and escape the stresses of day-to-day life. Uh, but Anbara Salam, her nice, relaxing day, ended up being the complete opposite. And she says it with the most, was one of the most embarrassing moments of her life. It all started well. She went to a spa in Germany with a boyfriend. They were quickly told that the site's rules meant that while swimming, uh, swimming suits were allowed in the pool, in the sauna, you had to be naked. Naked. Full on naked. So she went to get undressed and grabbed a towel on the way to meet her boyfriend in the sauna. All fine so far. But she ended up going through the wrong door and finding herself locked in the fire escape area with just a tiny towel to cover her dignity. Uh, But that's not even the worst part. In an attempt to get a passerby's attention, she banged on the door and yelled for help, but it was no use. Fully crying, she says. I ran downstairs trying to work out which part of me I should cover with the little towel. Choice, isn't it? (laughs) A single buttock, a breast, my face. (laughs) After another failed attempt on the floor below, she reached the ground floor and found an open door into a terrifying machine room with massive fans and pumps and electrocution symbols on it and everything. She said, friends, there is nothing quite like running naked and crying around an industrial machine room. I spot a service lift. Out of sheer panic, I run into the lift, covering each boob in turn, matching the buttons. She notices a security camera in the lift and is torn between, I don't want anyone to see this, but I really, really want someone to see this. I need rescuing. Finally... Uh, a, a German man starts speaking on the loudspeaker, which, since she doesn't speak German, she assumes he's saying, the naked girl in the fire escape lift, please stop mashing the buttons. <laughs> when the lift door eventually opens, a spa employee, which she describes as the most dressed man to ever be wearing clothes, is standing there with no, t- no towel in his hands. She starts following him through the fire escape passage, but realises the only way to get back to the spa is to leave the building, walk down the street, around the corner, and through the reception where the queue of people are all waiting to get into the spa. At this point, she's crying hysterically and cowering at the side of the pavement. She says, I now have an out-of-body experience, a shame blackout. <laughs> I have reached my maximum. I go full Fully through embarrassment and out the other side. Time slows down. I can hear the music of the spheres. (laughs) (laughs) With nothing to lose, she drops the washcloth, puts her shoulders back, her head high, and follows her saviour down the street whilst ignoring the people staring and pointing. I am transcendent with shame. Untouchable. When she reaches the reception, it's busy. So busy, in fact, that the employee has to yell at the people so she can get through the crowd. She waits at the reception desk for him to explain the situation. She assumes an elderly lady hands her a lobster-shaped pool float to cover her modesty. She continues. The receptionist asked me for ID. (laughs) I am wearing only a lobster. Where, my friends, would I keep my ID? Receptionist sighs and lets me through the turnstile. When she finally found her boyfriend in the cafe, she was relieved, ran to him sobbing. But instead of asking if she was okay, he was grumpy because he'd been left waiting for an hour. (laughs) That's one of my favourite stories of the week. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? (laughs) God bless her. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music... Matters. Uh, you do some radio, don't you? You're back on the radio. I do a little bit of radio every now and then. Yeah, what, what, what is your show on it? 
Am I allowed to say this? No, it doesn't matter, does it? Crikey. Radio Manchester. Radio Manchester. Yes. On a Saturday. On a Saturday, 12 till 2. There you go. And next week, 10 till 2. Because you used to work here in this very building. I did, yes. Man and boy. Man and boy. Key yeah. 103. Yes, I did. It's quite strange coming back. The old place has changed. Well, yeah. And I was in here, it was all record, but it wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was all needles and the steam valves and all that sort does of thing. Does that go onto a podcast, your show? It doesn't. Oh. Uh, it, it doesn't. I well, you do go- want a podcast, don't you? I do, but I've not done it for a while. I am okay. going to do a little thing, though, starting next week. Uh, I've got this uh, new little thing I'm starting. I've got my own online comedy club going to start. Go on, then. Tell me about it. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you if you want to be on it, actually. That's what's going to the first thing that's going to um, happen. There no. you go. I mean, no, but OK. Um, so <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is the theme tune. Oh, he's got a theme tune. I like it. Yes. Yeah. So it's cutting out a bit. Is it? Go on. Really? <laughs> yeah, but... uh, so that's a, our mate Liam Frost who's made that for us. Oh, I like Liam, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the idea is I'm going to host a comedy club from my own house. Mm. Uh, 15 minutes. Uh, I host it. Mm. Uh, we get acts doing three minutes each. Just recording from their own houses. Sounds good. A uh, little bit of a song, some of that. You you know, you're very welcome. I can't offer you anything other than... Might happen. Well, uh, I'm, I, I mean, I don't want to uh, commit to it, but I, I'm already in talks with some other... Oh, are you? There's a lot of people trying to do stuff on their sofas. Ah. Uh, yeah. I got offered one the other day where someone said... Remember about 10 minutes ago when he said we've been friends for 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> someone the other day said, would I come and do a gig at the Comedy Store here in Manchester? Yeah. Um, with iPads. Yes. So everybody would FaceTime in and there would be an iPad on every chair. Yeah, that's the rise of the machines, isn't it? That would be weird, wouldn't it? It would. But, you know, we've just got to adapt, haven't we? There was we? a gig last adapt. night from the stand in Glasgow... Uh, a virtual gig where people turned up and did did, did spots. The difficulty is is trying to um, gauge reaction from the audience, isn't it? Yeah, I must say I'm struggling working from home. Just asking my kids what they do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that your sister? Yes, it is. It is. Where are you going? The toilet, Dad. <laughs> Wash your hands. If you're up and about this morning, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Of course, it's Mother's Day. Uh, it's not a usual Mother's Day, so some people are adapting. Uh, Joe in Charlton says, uh, as it's Mother's Day we, and we can't go out, we thought we, because they usually go and do some National Trust experience, mm-hmm. we'd recreate the National Trust experience in oh. our small Victorian terrace. Let's do it. I'm going to get the children to stand in various rooms as I walk around to give my interesting facts and ask me not to sit on the furniture. Uh, we'll finish with an overpriced cream tea in the kitchen yeah. and I'll buy some chutney from my very own cupboard. Yeah, I, I would also like to tot at somebody not picking dog muck up. Yes, yes. you can get into all this. Uh, Julie in London, usually Mother's Day is about time with the family, but uh, four days into self-isolation, I'm sitting in my kitchen alone with the door shut. I've got to say, it's heaven. Shame that Mother's Day won't be quite the same this year, so I'm going to celebrate uh, on another random day once we get back to normality. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think we should pick a day six months hence for everything. Not Father's Day, though. No. Don't be, not, we're not sharing that. Well, I don't actually think Father's Day should happen. It's not really. It's not real, is it? it? We just put it in a, for us, wasn't it? For us whiny men. <laughs> I got me everything. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Have you seen Liam Gallagher's been washing his hands singing his own songs on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course he has. I'm sick of washing my hands. Of course he has. And yeah, I'm, I've had to start moisturising, darling. Do you mean you've had to start moisturising? I say start. I start moisturising. West End star Jason Manford. <laughs> I've just started moisturising. 
<laughs> we told a story just uh, before the news about a woman who got stuck in a spa yes. naked and had to come through the uh, reception, Starkers. Um, so, and of course, what invariably happens is uh, that other embarrassing naked stories yes. start to appear. We're more than happy to hear them. 8, yeah. 12, 15 <laughs> on the text. Come on over. Tell us, when have you been found uh, absolutely starkers? I mean, I don't want, it, don't want it to take a dark twist. No. Um, but if you found yourself naked in an embarrassing situation... Saucy postcard rather than top shelf. Yes. That's what we're looking for here, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this came through. No name on it, to be fair. Uh, but it did make me chuckle. Uh, my ex-boyfriend... Uh, used to live in Japan. One time, he plucked up uh, the courage to go to a Japanese sauna, uh, prepare to strip down totally naked without the protection of a patal, which is, you know, yep. custom. Uh, he gingerly sat down in all his glory, ignoring the embarrassment of sitting there uh, with just another older Japanese man who was letting everything hang out. Mm -hmm. After a few awkward moments, uh, the Japanese gentleman said to him in broken English, nice foreskin. My ex-boyfriend didn't know what to do. Said thank you. <laughs> if someone compliments you. It's a compliment, it's a take com it. At the end of the day, it's a compliment. Take the C. I've not seen enough to know what a good one is. So no, no, but no. you know, but obviously this Japanese man's been going to naked saunas a lot. Nice foreskin. My ex-boyfriend didn't know uh, what to do, uh, said thank you, and then went to leave. When the Japanese gentleman said again, nice for skin. <laughs> Ingested how the steam makes skin soft. That is a classic. I'm into that all day long. So feel free for them to keep coming in. It's just nice for skin. That's all he was saying. It's easy done. It's easy done. Oh. 8, 12, 15 <laughs> on the text this morning. You're panicking like you that we're in the BBC. Yeah, I did a little panic there. Because <laughs> I thought I thought the, the punchline was going to be... And the thing is, you didn't even have one. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking naked. Nakedness. Yeah. Uh, it has been... Uh, we've had a couple of stories already come through. Just finding yourself in a situation where you shouldn't be naked. Uh, mm -hmm. and, you, and, and you are. Has that happened to you, Just? No, well, you reminded me just then of a oh. very good story of a friend of mine. It was right. at one of these... Uh, uh, wet and wild type places in Florida oh, right. a few years ago. Like a uh, water park. Water park. Yeah, she was yeah. with her husband and uh, they'd gone over there on holiday and uh, it had also got these frozen banana daiquiris. Nice. So she'd, uh, she'd, she'd been in the water and they'd had a couple of frozen banana daiquiris and they watched the England match in the World Cup on the big screen. Right. So she had a few more and a few more and she'd, she'd, she'd got drunk. Anyway, she decided, you know what, I've had a few drinks. I need to uh, go back in the pool now. So she went in the uh, changing room, took her outer clothes off mm. and just stood waiting, sipping on a banana daiquiri while her husband turned up. And he went, <laughs> what are you doing? She went, I got it back in the water. He went, what are you doing? She was stood in her underwear because she'd oh. gone to the theme park wearing a bikini under a shorts and T-shirt and forgot she'd taken the wet stuff off and put her knickknicks back on. <laughs> stood there in the middle of wet and wild, <laughs> sipping a banana daiquiri, watching the England game in a, in a bra and pants. <laughs> Easy done. Easy done. <laughs> Easy done. I reckon that ride that one out. 
Just go for it. Just yeah, jump just in. Did it? Yeah, just jump in. I got locked out of a hotel room once, uh, Starkers. Yeah. And, and uh, thankfully, somebody from housekeeping was was on the same <laughs> floor and let me back in. But uh, that would have been. A... Why were you outside your room, Starkers? Because I was I was in a I was in a lovely hotel, the Grosvenor House Hotel in London. Oh yes. I did a lovely corporate gig. It was all going well. Do you want the room? Of course I do. Of course I'll have the room. Yes, so I had you. the room, and it was one of these things where there was two doors. Yeah. Uh, so there was a door. It was a living room area. And then a little hallway, and then a bedroom. A suite. Yes, it was a suite. Oh. And then the door, obviously, outside. And I opened the door. Uh, I, I, I was knackered. But I'd opened the door outwards, basically. Yeah. W- led onto the hallway, not the one to the to the bedroom. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then turned around and it closed. Blimey. I was like, oh! oh. And were you naked, naked? Naked, naked. No, naked, naked. Absolute starkers. So, first thing, hand goes down, covers. Yeah, hand covers the, you, you know, what you Bump need to cover. Wall. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Essentially, yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, the, the, thankfully, the housekeeping woman came, everything all right? <laughs> what <laughs> so, do you think? No, everything's not all right. <laughs> Can you let me in? Is this your room? She said at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, it's my room. Yeah. If it's not, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're yeah. all in trouble if it's yeah. not my room. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason and Justin. Uh, embarrassing naked stories. Uh, Jason, I was once staying in a hotel. Uh, I woke myself up. Uh, this is Adam in Leon C. Uh, sorry, Leon the Solent. Um, he says, once woke myself up, knocking at the door of my own room, saying, let me in. And then there's an expletive. Uh, it was 3am. I'd obviously slept, walked out. With the door closing behind me, as they want to do, uh, I was completely naked with no plastic room key in sight. Once I realised where I was, I then proceeded to walk to the reception, avoiding the lift for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, After walking down two flights of stairs, I opened the door at the ground floor. Fortunately, this was right at the end of the reception desk, which was unoccupied at the time. I shouted for help. The night porter arrived at the desk. I opened the door and explained what had happened. He was laughing, said, I wasn't the first and I definitely wouldn't be the last. (laughs) By the time I got back to the room, I was absolutely bursting for a week. So I presumed uh, I'd got uh, open use to the toilet, yeah. And in my semi-conscious state, uh, walked straight past the bathroom and out into the corridor. That's exactly what I did. Uh, To make matters worse, the next day I checked uh, my sleep on my Garmin watch. And according to that, I had been awake for 20 minutes. I must have knocked, been knocking at my door for 15 minutes before I'd woken up. So he wasn't technically naked. He had his garment on. Yes, he wasn't yeah. full. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't fully naked. Look, crikey! I mean, it's it, it's amazing how many people are actually messaging in about this. I thought it'd be a topic that would be quite select. There's a there's a thing here, isn't it? Though there is a, there's a it does to me sound like a bit like yeah, I was sleepwalking. <laughs> oh, you Your honour. <laughs> I think it's just an excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crikey. I, I, I don't think I'd be... I'm not a naked kind of person anyway. I'm not naked right. very often. Well, I'm, I'm glad about that. Yeah, I don't like being... You know, I like to be covered up. Oh, I'm straight. As soon as I'm in, I'm in. Oh, it's off. Really? Yeah. Do you sleep naked? Uh, well, occasionally, yeah. Yeah. I, I like where... I'm, no, I've got... I've, I like being boxer shorts. I, I, like being, yeah. I like being held. <laughs> Those are two different sentences. <laughs> but you know the kind of like... Like, it gets to a point where your kids get to a certain age... Well, you've got to. Oh, yes, yeah, Because, yeah, yeah. you know, you're up in the middle of the night, you know. Yeah, of course. You can't be doing the cowpole run, can you, naked? No, nobody wants to see that. No one needs to see that, do they, when they're not very well? <laughs> no, that's going to make them feel worse. Yeah. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
Hanford. Where real music matters. Penny in Huddersfield says, uh, Happy Mother's Day to Kat, the best mummy from uh, Charlie and Penny in Huddersfield. Uh, Hi, Jason. I was up early to get some plumbing work in whilst I still can. Could you wish my mum, Jane, a very happy Mother's Day? Uh, Keep them coming in as well. Happy to do some uh, shout-outs to the legendary mums out there this morning. 8, 12, 15 uh, on the... uh, the text this morning uh we are uh, chatting um we're chatting nakedness aren't we justin yes we are we're not chatting naked no 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 we are fully clothed in these yes. uh absolutely coravir- cor- coronavirus times yes uh here we go uh we've got uh, is it karen on the line karen hello karen hiya hello how are you, how are you? I'm, I'm all right thank you very much for asking. hi karen Hi, so my story... Yeah, go on. Years ago, when the kids were little, because obviously I don't walk around naked in front of the kids now. No. I was in the shower, got out of the shower, drying off, and all of a sudden my daughter shouts, Mummy, Mummy, somebody's trying to burgle the house. And I was like, oh, for goodness sake. Came out of the bathroom, completely starkers. I said, somebody's probably just fallen over in your bedroom. Walked into a bedroom, and there was the window cleaner at the window, looking at me, completely starkers. I don't know who was more shocked. I screamed and ran out. But oddly enough, he never called for his money and he never came back to clean the windows ever again. <laughs> everyone loves a freebie, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got to say, it's got to be one of the few benefits of being a window cleaner, hasn't it? Is that Probably. every so often you get a little... My mate used to deliver uh, sofas and stuff like that, furniture stuff. And he said, uh, he said once, he said, he goes, I've been doing this job for 20 years. He said, when I first started doing it, he said, I thought that most days the door would open and some woman would be in a negligee going, oh, you've come earlier than I thought. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Once. People's dads, never. people's dads just waiting in for him. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thanks for getting in touch, Karen. Thanks. Bye. See you, love. Bye. Music matters. Zootons on Absolute Radio. I was absolutely unprepared for that song to end. And I've not even put Justin up. There we go. <laughs> it's very cracky. It's because we're getting so many tech. I'm laughing here. You're doing admin. You're not We've only all... presenting a show, you're running spreadsheets. I've got all sorts going on. Yeah, you've got his phone on, he's got his screens on. It's I non-stop. It's Mates that... are texting him. <laughs> yeah, I've got no mates. Who'd, who'd have thought that, that being naked would provoke so much love on Mother's Day? On Mother's Day, of all days. Two uh, things jar. <laughs> they do a little bit, but we're getting lots of messages this morning from people uh, who want shout-outs to their parents, for some, uh, well, their mothers. Uh, Donna, uh, please you say, happy birthday to my hubby, Tim. Fine. Uh, we don't usually do birthdays, but that slipped in. <laughs> uh, who's a very youthful 49. Uh, he's cooking Sunday lunch for me and our daughters, Lottie and Flossie. Uh, and having a quiet day hunkered down. Uh, And uh, Darren, Mia, Jay and Aaron, happy Mother's Day to Rachel. Uh, So I'm happy to keep doing those. I love a bit of Mother's Day love. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, But what I love more is hearing people who keep getting caught starkers in public. (laughs) Uh, Zoe says, uh, went to our son's local swimming pool a couple of years ago. Uh, About half an hour in, fire alarm went off. Cue evacuation of the whole place and all of us standing in the car park in the swimwear. Uh, if I look like a supermodel, fine. Sadly, I definitely do not. A staff member took pity on us and bought a foil blanket over, but it was definitely like one of those nightmares that you're glad you wake up from. Foil blanket. Foil blanket. I once watched, I once watched the end of the marathon and, you know, they gave him a foil blanket as they come through. Oh, yeah. They gave one to a bloke dressed as a chicken, like he was over and ready. <laughs> 
Mason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So I went to see my nana the other day. Yes. Um, in isolation, of course she is. Uh, but what I, what I ended up doing was just telling her jokes through the window. And um, and I posted a few online because people were, ask, were after jokes and stuff. And, um, and I think, you know, sometimes... Uh, you know, we could, as comics, we're always... You've had this. You'd be in a, an interview situation and the host of a family show in the middle of the day will yeah. say... Finally! Tell us a joke then. And yeah. straight away your head goes, I have got none. No. That won't take us off air. No, exactly. Even the ones that you think are clean, they've got... You need yeah. to know certain things. and yeah. Yes, exactly. There's a, it alludes to something a bit filth. And it's always horrible when you're a comedian to go, I don't really have jokes. Oh, I don't really tell jokes. I do <laughs> yeah. stories. And they go, oh, do, oh, you? do you? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought what we'd try and do this morning is... Um, is try and collate together a little, and maybe we'll do this over the next few weeks. Maybe we'll get like a, a kids' comedy club going mm-hmm. uh, where we can get some decent jokes showing. Because I think sometimes, I mean, my nana likes a, like, she doesn't like it horrible. No. But she likes it naughty. Like, Cheeky. Yeah, something in like a, uh, you know, like a seaside postcard type yes. of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. Um, so. We're after this morning. If you and if you want to give us a call, because sometimes you know delivery, you don't have to tell us that. No, uh, delivery is key. So O double three O one two three twelve fifteen. If you're uh, if you're a kid and you want to come on the radio and uh, and tell us your gags this morning, I got my uh, my, my girls to do some jokes for us. Uh, is is our this is selection from the from the Manford children of uh, of gags you can have. And these are I'm, expect, I'm expecting good things from these. You know what I mean? They've got the jeans. I'd say they're of a, a decent quality. Okay, let's let, go for it. Let, let's go, okay. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Good. Cracker. It's a classic. It's a classic, yeah. Absolute classic. Um, not as much as this. This is a real classic. Why did the orange stop rolling down the road? Ah. Uh, because it ran out of juice. Ran out of juice, didn't it? Yeah, ran out of juice. This is my, these are my posh kids. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this one that took about eight times to, to get. Why did all the crows get run over by motorbikes? Because they could only say car, car. Yeah. There you go. Like so that that's what we're after this morning. That level. That's the level. Okay. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. Justin, have you got a few for us? It's my favourite kid joke ever. Go. What do you call a dog magi- magician? I don't know. What do you call a dog magician? A labracadabra. Brilliant. <laughs> it's a great joke. That's isn't what we're it? after this morning. <laughs> Matters. Uh, my other daughter with a uh, quite a topical gag actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is another one from my youngest. Why did the toilet paper roll down the hill? Because it had to get to the bottom. <laughs> That's a little good, laugh at the end as well. chuckle as well. Uh, when my son was little, he invented a joke. Oh, these are always good, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, why have poodles got curly hair? Go on. Because if they had straight hair, they'd be noodles. This is what we're after. Yeah. Absolute beauty. Do you find yourself, though, when because when my kids tell me jokes, mm-hmm. as a comic, I, I treat it like it's a quiz. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like asking me a question. Yeah, I'm like, Duh. Well, it's because of what Spoils. you do as a comedian, because uh, you spread the joy and the love and the laughter around the world, you yeah. suck the very life out of the children. 
Yes, well, there is They that. can never be. They can never win, can they? <laughs> no, they really can't. Uh, if you want to give us a call this morning, 030 1215. Uh, 030-123-1215, sorry. Uh, it'd be lovely for you uh, to come on and tell us your jokes, tell us your funny stories. Uh, we're just having a, uh, the next 45 minutes of just joy. We're just spreading joy in what is a difficult time for a lot of people. Happy Mondays and Absolute Radio. Every time I hear Happy Mondays, mm. I'm reminded of once me and you played in a like a charity five-a-side uh, tournament in Wally Range. Oh yeah, good yeah. times. And uh, that night, uh, a couple of nights later, our mutual friend Gavin Webster rang me and he says, "Oh, I heard you played football with Jason and uh, John Bishop." He said, "And Bez." I was like, "What?" He said, "Yeah, Bez was there." I said, no, "He wasn't." I mean, you, you're puzzled now, aren't you? Yeah. But I was going, he, "He wasn't there." And he goes, "He was." He goes, "I did an after dinner with him the other day, and he told me." I was going, what are you on about? And it took about 10 minutes. Anyway, he works out. He meant John Beresford, who played for Newcastle United, (laughs) who they call Bez. And then Gavin goes, what do you think Bez does at an after dinner? Yeah, that like would not be a fun the, afternoon. The speeches and everything, and now for 20 minutes, Bez does some <laughs> freaky dancing. I thought he'd just seen a photo of John Bishop. We've got Joe on the line. Morning, Joe. Morning. Morning. Where are you calling from, Joe? Um, Great Worley in Warsaw. All right, pal. Tell us your uh, the, the, the gag of the day. Go for it. Um, how do you make a waterbed more bouncy? How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? You had spring water. There yes. you go! Very good. Hey, it's a cracker, that. I like it. We could do a little bit of, like, uh, applause or something. We, that's like. what I need. A that's, that's, we've not got that sort of thing. The person who does that self-isolating. Hey, uh, you know they invented uh, mattresses in France? Go on. In the Dodoin. Boom, we're on fire here. <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Cheers. Cheers, Joe. <laughs> who have we got on the other line? Emma. Emma. Morning, Emma. Hello there, how are you? I'm well, thank you very much. Where are you calling from, Emma? Uh, County Fermanagh in Northern Ireland. Oh, lovely part of the world. Uh, okay, tell us your, ja- your joke. Well, it's my daughter, Hannah. She's five. Oh, right. Is Hannah there? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Hi, Hannah. Hello. Hello. Hi, yeah. Hello. Are you going to tell us your joke? Yeah. Go on, then. No, I've got four. You've got four, four jokes. Okay, that's all right, then. Let's just go, go for it. So... What is so one part of the world by more like no? Okay, righto. It's a classic. Very good. Have you got another one? In a car. <laughs> it says, what did the traffic light say to the car? Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't know. What did the traffic light say to the car? Don't look, I'm changing. Don't look, I'm oh, changing. Very good. Yes. yes, Hannah. You're very okay, good. So that's... That's your two best jokes. Oh, oh, they're the best ones, and we don't need any more. Absolute crackers. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Thank you. Thanks, love. Bye, bye. Right, so keep them coming. Cracky. God bless her. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Uh, we, we're after. Uh, we, we want a, a, a bank of jokes that we can we can use. Tell our children. Dark times. Um, we're curating them. Two fellas in a car. Yeah. Two fellas in a car. One says, uh, "Hey, look over there. Look at that uh, flock of cows." He says, herd of cows. He says, of course I've heard of cows. So there's a flock of them over there. <laughs> That's what I'm after. Okay. Hey, Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman walk in the pub and they went, hey, come on. The Prime Minister's explicitly stating we shouldn't be... Jason. Manford. 
Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I'm liking the slightly topical ones as well. Samantha from Birmingham says, Jason, someone told me that wearing gloves and a mask to the supermarket would be sufficient. They lied. Everyone else was fully clothed. Hey! Boom! What does, it, what does a cloud wear under his raincoat? Come. Thunderwear. Nice. <laughs> nice. I've got two uh, cucumber-based kid jokes. Okay. Two? Who'd have thought that? Uh, what does? How does a cucumber become a pickle? It goes through a jarring experience. Very good. And two pickles fell out of a jar onto the floor. What did one say to the other? Deal with it. <laughs> I mean, that's not a kid job. Which kid knows no, Dill? Dill's too specific. Dill's too I'm not specific. That's that. not, I'm not, no, I'll strike that from the record, please. <laughs> I can't be on there. Uh, why do squirrels swim on the back? <laughs> Go on. So the nuts don't get wet. <laughs> that's what we're after. Okay, I don't mind it if it's slightly saucy. Exactly. How do you, uh, how do you hide an elephant in the jungle? Uh... Paint his bits red and hide it in a cherry tree. What's the loudest noise in the jungle? Come. A monkey eating cherries. <laughs> okay, we're off. We're off. Um, there was a very odd story in the paper. I won't give you the full details because it's slightly weird, but uh, there was um, there's a fella who's written a book about having a relationship with a dolphin. Yeah? Yeah, I posted it yesterday. Um, a, a year-long love affair. He uh, he said, And he claims that the, the dolphin... Uh, seduced him, yeah. Back in the seventies, this is I'm not. This is not jokes. All right, I, I no, no. <laughs> genuinely, this is in the Daily Mail there this morning. Yeah, and he's got a story of him and uh, Dolly, the bottlenose uh, dolphin. Um, <laughs> he had a full on, uh, full on, full on, yeah, uh, relationship with. I'm mad with a dolphin. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean... You can't help who you fall in love with. You no, know, I mean, if you click, you click. That's it, it just clicks. <laughs> it, I mean, it doesn't say he does it on poor push. You know what I mean? Come on, we're off this morning. <sighs> <laughs> Feel free to uh, keep your texts coming in. 8, 12, 15 uh, is the text this morning. We'd love to uh, hear from you. We've got to, we've got on the line. Who's this? Emily. Emily. Hello, Emily. Hi, Jason, how are you? I'm very well. Where are you calling from? Uh, we're calling from Porton, so it's a little village near um, Bristol and Bath. Very nice, very nice. And how are you getting on with things? You all right? Oh, we're self-isolating at the moment, but good we're stuff. fine. We're, That's um, what we like to hear. We're loving the jokes that are coming through. Ah, good stuff. I like, I like her accent now. She says self-isolating. Say that again. Self-isolating. All right, you, 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 you went a bit posh then, but you was a bit Bristol. You went self-isolating. <laughs> <laughs> my lover. So, Emily, who have, you, have you got a joke or is it someone you with has got a joke for us? Oh, no, it's my daughter, Betty. I'll pass you over. All right, Betty. Hello. Oh, hello, Betty. How old are you? Five. Lovely stuff. Five years old and already telling jokes. Go for it. What's your best joke? Why did the queen visit the dentist? Why did the queen visit the dentist? Yeah. Go on, I don't know why. Because she wanted her crown polish. She wanted a crown, crown polish. polish! Very good. <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's great, that. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jason. Take care. Bye. You too. Take care. Uh, there they are. People, see, self-isolating, still having fun. So, what five-year-olds know about crowns? That's fancy. Down there, aren't they? Posh, yeah. they? posh. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Did you ever see the Cats movie when it came out? Uh, no, I no. watched the trailers and I thought, <laughs> I'm probably going to leave that. Yeah, yeah. Not, not for me. Not no. for me. Um... 
but, but just when you thought it couldn't get any weirder, if you've seen the film, I don't. If, not many people did, to be fair. No. Um, but essentially, it's the musical, you know, a film version of the musical Cats, which is a weird musical. Mm. Even when you see it on stage, it's odd. Uh, just when you thought it couldn't get any weirder, there's been a twist in the tale, if you will, hey. uh, of the nightmare movie that is Cats. Earlier this week, the film's original concept art was posted online, and we thought that was as bad as it got. But now we've found out that a butthole cut of cats might exist. Twitter user Jack Waz took to social media platform to share that a friend of a friend was hired with the sole job of removing CGI cat butts from the film's <laughs> final cut. He wrote, a VFX producer friend uh, was hired in November to finish off 400 effects for the film Cats. His entire job was to remove CGI bum holes that had been inserted a few months before, but which that... means somewhere there exists a whole version of that film where they've all got bumps. Put that on your CV. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're applying for a job delivering for Asda? We're very busy. What have you been doing recently? I removed 400 cat bums. I mean, some people might say that they've cut the best fit of the film out. Yes. <laughs> Crikey, this It is, that cat's thing, even the musical's weird, isn't it? Because what they... Yeah. Because they're, they're sort of like sexy cats, aren't they? Yes, very I'm odd. a sexy cat. And you got well, cats are not sexy. We're not supposed to find Not supposed this. to. No, no. They're not dolphins, are they? <laughs> Call back. Call back. From- yeah, if you're only just tuning in, that'd, yeah. be, that'd be a weird thing for someone to say. Uh, 8 12 15 on the text this morning. Uh, loving your jokes coming in. Uh, Dan says, What's big green, six legs, and if it fell out of a tree, it'd kill you? Mm-hmm. Snooker table. Hey. Uh, my favourite joke, says uh, Jesse in Teddington. Since I was a kid, a mushroom walks into a bar. The bartender says, hey, we don't serve your kind in here. The mushroom says, but I'm a fun guy. Like that? I'm a fun guy. Yeah, what about the guy who walks in uh, to the pub with the uh, the uh, jump leads? And the oh. bartender says, yeah, you can come in, but don't be starting anything. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my little boy's got a little joke. This is his. Why did the kid throw the clock out of the window? Mm-hmm. Because he wanted to see time fly. It's a classic. It's a classic, isn't it's it? Classic. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't even tell it from almost bursting into laughter himself. <laughs> uh, feel free to keep them coming in. We've got one more link uh, after... Uh, we've got Coldplay on the way. It does sometimes backfire, of course, uh, getting kids on air. And uh, and hearing them tell their jokes, uh, it happened uh, this week on Dave Berry's breakfast show. Uh, they got a little girl uh, Hannah on, uh, and told a decidedly rude joke uh, on the family breakfast show. What bees make milk? <laughs> what bees make milk? Babies. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not that. During the coronavirus outbreak, we get our first off-com complaint yeah. thanks to an eight-year-old girl called Anna. Look, as soon as I'm touring again, I'm opening with that. That's all right. We get away with a lot worse on this show. That reminds me when my uh, son was about eight, we used to monitor his Google searches. Uh, oh. Just to see, make sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he'd search one day, boobs, oh. which was a classic. And then yes. there was a, a gap for about three or four minutes. And it just, next one was big boobs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I must say, I realised I, I, I had to put a child lock on my... I'd just not bothered doing it. They were only like five or six. Yeah. So I thought, I'll just make sure I do it. I'd, um, they were searching the film Free Willy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that was close. 
music matters. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the toilet? I know this one is a good one. Because the pee is silent. Brilliant. That's a good joke for a seven-year-old fan. Very play. good joke, that. Tony's on the line. Morning, Tony. Hi, Jason. Hi, pal. Where are you calling from, mate? Uh, Jason Manford. Don't. That's my fault. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, whatever. I just pressed the wrong button. Just had a little moment. Uh, <laughs> Leighton Buzzard, okay. Uh, so yeah, tell yeah. us, uh, who are you with this morning? All right, I'm with uh, Daniel, Daniel and Max. And Max. And my wife, of course. All right, fair enough. I don't Daniel... think she's got any jokes, so. No, well, let's have the ones from Daniel and Max. All right, okay. Here you go, Daniel. Here's Daniel. All right, Dan? No, Daniel. Oh, sorry, Daniel. Do apologise. It's got told off by you. Um, my 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 joke is this. All right. Why did the person throw his watch out the window? Tell me. He wanted to see time fly. It's it's a classic. It's a it's a beauty of a joke. Fair play, Daniel. We like that one. Very good. Yeah. And Max. You got, got a joke. To tell Maximilian. Why give him his full did name. The, why did no? Why did the lady <laughs> throw the watch to the sun? Because what? he wanted to do time flight in the clouds. It's like a variation of the first yeah. joke. Yeah, like... more abstract, that one. <laughs> I like it. It's a bit, a bit more yeah. no-fielding. Yeah, Max is kind of... Max is surreal, isn't he? And like... He is. He likes, he likes to make them up as he goes along. Yeah, 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 You yeah, never yeah. really know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daniel's more like, my name is Daniel, I'm not Dan. Yeah. yeah. Got a joke here. <laughs> Max is like, hey, come on, guys, let's go on a journey. Imagine like a yeah, monkey free, drove a car. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Lovely. Well, thanks, Daniel and Max. Cheers, Tony. All right. All the best. Take care. Uh, (laughs) So, thanks for your messages this morning. Uh, Of course, we'll be here on Absolute uh, throughout the week. Uh, Plenty going on. Stay safe. Um, Stay in your house if you can. Yes. Uh, You know, I know everyone's saying it everywhere, but stay in your house. It is imperative that you do that um if you don't need to go out anywhere please don't go out of course there's reasons to go out and stuff but you know we uh even looking out yesterday seeing the amount of people wandering around you're like guys get inside look after yourselves and look after other people yeah that's it because even if you're not well you know passing it on to someone else it can you know further down the line you know someone's gonna be very seriously ill so thanks for joining this morning uh we'll do our best we're on social media me Mm -hmm. and justin you can follow justin yep at Justin Morehouse. Yeah, and, and we'll, everything. And we're going to do our best, keep entertained, throwing jokes out there. Uh, Justin's about to do a comedy club at home uh, with various other uh, comics doing bits from their from their settee, essentially. Uh, so we'll do our best. Just watch Netflix. That's what we've got to do. Our grandparents had to go and fight, you know, in, in a world war. We just have to stay at home. Watch one. And watch one, yeah, yeah, exactly. So do what you can to keep the country safe. All right, have a lovely week, and I will see you here on Absolute Radio, all being well this time next week. Take care. Oh, and happy Mother's Day. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.